Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to our slash entitled people, where this Karen asks a homeless man to leave a public library because he looks like Santa. Before we get into this one, drop a like on this video if you're excited for this story and subscribe or follow on whatever platform you're on if you haven't done so already. Here we go. Entitled person wants me to leave because I look like Santa. So I am homeless. No, I don't drink and no, I don't do drugs. I am trying to get a job, but finding employment when homeless is not an easy task. That's just something I need to get out of the way. Every few days, I take a trip to the library to charge my phone and batteries so I can keep my phone on and working. I typically spend three to four hours in a quiet corner of the library, glued to the power outlet charging. Today, I had a cute, then frustrating interaction between a little kid and its parents. I walked through the sliding doors of the library and wandered around looking for an open chair near an outlet to sit and charge. I heard this little voice shout in excitement and glee, Santa and pitter patters of little boots running over to me now. I get it I really do a big bearded man dressed in red with big black bags and an oversized backpack strapped over his shoulders Any little kid would easily mistake me for the big jolly man. The kid stopped dead in front of me She was clenching her fist tight trembling in excitement. She couldn't have been more than four years old She looked up at me her eyes open wide and uttered the word hi santa That made me smile and I laughed. Her mother came running over, scooped up her child and said sorry to me, walked away and told her kid that's not Santa. The entire interaction put a smile on my face, but here's where it went downhill. I found an open seat and plugged into charge and do my thing. The little kid and her parent were on the other side of the library, but the kid was still brimming with excitement. I could see her head poke out of the bookshelf, staring at me every so often. That went on for about half an hour. Until, I guess, the mother couldn't handle her child anymore and she came over to me. She asked me to leave and find a different spot because I am distracting her daughter. I said, hey, look, I'm sorry, but this is the only open space with an outlet. I need to charge my stuff. She very sarcastically said, oh, why is that? I replied, because I don't have one. I am homeless. I thought that was the end of it because her face went red and she walked away. But no, she came back. She went up to the front desk to ask if there are any outlets outside and if it's okay for me to use them. Seriously, she said that the library is okay with me using the outlet outside to charge so I can go out there. I asked her, so you don't want me in the library, a public institution, to charge my phone? You would rather me sit outside in the cold just because your kid thinks I'm Santa? Really, that's it. I looked at her and said, Well, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to you. I'm going to stay right here until my batteries are charged. The lady went to the front desk and I listened in because I figured I'm screwed. I'm getting kicked out. She asked them to tell me to leave. They said they can't unless I'm intentionally making a disturbance, being violent or threatening. I've been here before. I keep to myself and I don't bother anyone. So yeah, I was there for four hours. 
I didn't move or get kicked out. My things are charged and good for the next few days. Honestly, not the worst interaction I've ever experienced. At least she was somewhat polite. Okay, yeah, this is just ridiculous. If your daughter is being distracted by something, like another person, you can't go over to them and say, stop doing what you're doing. How about you take your daughter away from the distraction or just tell her to focus on the thing that you want her to be focusing on? You can't just tell a random person to stop being there. That's insane. And then she's trying to get you kicked out. How? How How are you supposed to be the one that's in control of a four-year-old's attention span? What are you going to do about that? Like, It's not your fault you look like Santa and the girl's excited to see Santa. Crazy. Yeah. Entitlement 101. I will say though that although you do say at the end it's not the worst interaction you've had and she was somewhat polite. I don't really know if that's that polite asking you to be kicked out of a public place where you were just chilling out opie has also said at the end a little edit i don't think she was being malicious at all i think in her mind she was doing a good deed maybe you're right there opie to be fair but i don't know how she thought that was a good deed crazy now for our second entitled people story grandma karen decides to unhook an autistic child's harness this happened several years ago I was a photographer for a major theme park and have dealt with my fair share of entitled Karens or Brads, but there's only been one time I've had to call security because of a Karen. I was working with a character one afternoon, and one of the families that stopped by to pay a visit was this family of three, with mum, dad, and a five-year-old boy that I'll name Malcolm. Malcolm is strapped to a harness attached to mum's waist. Think those jogging harnesses for blind runners to keep him close to his mum and dad. Dad pulled the character attendant and me aside and alerted us that Malcolm was a non-verbal autistic and camera flashes were overstimulating to him. Now, this was a pretty common request, so I adjusted my settings so I wouldn't have to use the flash and I thanked him for alerting me. It's Malcolm's turn and he was such a sweetheart. He just wanted to show off the book full of pictures of his favorite dinosaurs and we all got sad when he had to leave. A few hours later, I was in an area we refer to as backstage, where guests aren't allowed, heading to my break. Imagine my surprise when all of a sudden, I get body slammed by Malcolm. For the record, I'm almost six foot and 250 pounds and he nearly managed to knock me over. He's screaming and crying. Fortunately, my manager, Oscar, was nearby, so I flagged him down and we immediately called security. We get Malcolm to a cool air-conditioned place as it's 95 degrees, and I looked up pictures of dinosaurs on my phone to show Malcolm. Eventually, he calmed down and essentially became my little buddy. About 10 minutes later, Malcolm is reunited with a tearful mum and dad. It's there we got the full story. Enter Karen. Mum, Dad and Malcolm were getting ice cream when Karen approached. The conversation went roughly as follows. Why is he harnessed? Asked the Karen. Oh, he's autistic and he will bolt if he's not harnessed, said Malcolm's mum. No, he's not. Excuse me? You're just a bad parent. My grandson knows better than to stray from me and he's about the same age, the Karen said. I'm sorry, but he's incapable of understanding that. It's safer for everyone if he's harnessed, Malcolm's mum replied. It's at this point that dad comes back with the ice cream and mum turns her attention away to help him. The next thing she knows, the harness goes slack. When she looked up, Malcolm and Karen are gone. It's so packed that day that it's easy to lose track of someone, especially if it's a running child. An important thing to know is that the park has cameras everywhere. So it was easy to get a video of the incident and a description of the Karen. Security was alerted and she was tracked down. She was belligerent and tried to slap the security guard who stopped her, stupidly doing it in front of an off-the-clock sheriff. 
so she got a lovely court date for us all as a result. Malcolm and his family were given an extra day added to their tickets as an apology for what happened. But they had just one request. They asked to know where I would be the next day so I could take their pictures. The next day, I gave them a full-on photo shoot. And yes, it was the best day of my entire career. Wow, great story. Very, very wholesome. OP, I've got to say, you seem like an absolutely lovely person. Yeah, crazy to ever touch someone else's child or anything associated with them without any prompt from their parents and then do this i mean it's very very dangerous what if he just ran off and was never found or was abducted you know it's a crazy suggestion but it happens doesn't it extremely dangerous and yeah definitely deserves to be arrested crazy i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now for our next Entitled People story. Entitled Army Wife versus Major General. So this isn't my story, but from one of my friends. This happened a long time ago and some names and details have been changed to protect the innocent. My friend, who I'll call Lucy, lives in a town with a pretty good-sized army base. To make some money between semesters of college, Lucy took a summer job as a waitress at a local restaurant that is popular with the officers and their families. She is liked as a waitress to the point that patrons will ask to be seated in her section. But you're not here for that story, are you? You're here for the entitled people, OP. You know me too well. And oh boy, did Karen not disappoint. It was a Friday evening, so it was packed. There's at least an hour wait. The kitchen is zipping and Lucy and her co-workers are on their toes. Fortunately, it's mostly regulars, so they're patient and even leaving nice tips and paying compliments to the wait staff and the owner. Enter Karen. Karen, who Lucy had never seen before, was seated in Lucy's section and begins the usual Karen tirades. Complaining about the wait, sending her pasta dish back a total of three times because it wasn't cooked just right, husband's rank name dropping, yada yada yada. Now, Lucy is easily the most patient and kind-hearted person I've ever met, but even she was getting frustrated. Then the bombshell dropped. Like most places in this town, the restaurant offers a military discount. However, thanks to this being abused in the past, people wanting the military discount must now show their military ID in order to qualify. There are signs posted on the doors and in the menu stating this. Most patrons understand. But as you can guess, Karen is not one of those people. It's time for the check and Karen asks for the military discount. Lucy, polite as ever, asks for Karen's military ID. What did you say? Karen says, can you please present your military ID for the discount? Don't you know who I am? I'm sorry, mom, but company rules state that your ID must be shown to get the discount. Are you calling me a liar? No, mom, but in order to qualify for the discount, you must show your military ID. My husband is Kyle, married to a B word. I mean, insert real name there, I guess. He is a second lieutenant at the army base and he knows people. For those of you not watching on YouTube right now, the word knows is in capital letters. Like he really knows people. Lucy is trying to keep her cool, but she told me that she wanted to cry at this point. Also, I know people. I can make sure you never get a job in this town again. You're so stupid. You're probably some college dropout who will never amount to nothing. Wow, 
Double negative goes crazy there. By this point, everyone is silent and even the owner is coming over. An older woman from another section, who Lucy has never seen before either, gets up and comes over. The woman, who I'll call Belle, taps Karen on the shoulder. Karen stops her tirade, whips around, her face turning 50 shades of red and purple, and stares Belle down. What do you want? Now, Belle is really calm here. You're going to apologize to this young lady, pay in full, and leave a generous tip. Who the frick are you? Someone who can make things very difficult for your husband. I don't have to stand for this. She grabs her purse. I'll tell so many people just how much this place sucks that nobody will want to come here anymore. Karen storms off, pushing the owner hard enough for him to fall to the ground, and she left. According to Lucy, it was so silent that you could hear a pin drop for at least a minute. Belle helps the owner to his feet, makes sure he's okay, then turns to Lucy. Are you okay? Lucy is still shaken. Thank you. I'm okay. I'd like to apologize on behalf of the base. That was completely uncalled for. Belle then turns to the owner. I'd also like to compensate for the meal and tip as an apology. There's no need, mom. I insist, said Belle. Well, thank you, mom. Belle returned to her seat and the night continued. Belle and her husband came by to check on Lucy before leaving and promised to come back for dinner the next Friday. It wasn't until Monday afternoon when Kyle went to the restaurant to apologize that Lucy learned what went down. Now remember guys, Kyle is this horrible Karen's husband. Well, it turned out that Belle was the major general who had just been posted to the base. That morning, Belle had summoned Kyle to her office for a little chat. Because it happened off base, he was mortified and offered to reimburse Belle for the check and tip. He didn't get into trouble. However, he was warned that Karen's behavior could make things difficult for his career. He made sure that Karen got a verbal torn up one side and down the other on the phone when he was done. In this town, gossip spreads faster than the flu. Karen never darkened the door of the restaurant again, but the rest of the town made sure Karen knew she wasn't welcome. Belle kept her word and showed up every Friday evening for dinner with her husband. According to Lucy, she was a classy lady, and even if she didn't sit in Lucy's section, she'd make sure to tell Lucy hello and leave her a nice tip. Honestly, people like this Karen are just the worst. It's not even them, right, that is in that position of power or would kind of be able to flex a role. Not that I would ever say that's a good thing if you're saying, do you know who I am? You know, like, this is my job, this is who I am, etc. You should never do that, obviously, and people who do do that are terrible, but she's not even that person. She's the wife of that person. It's not even her that's like achieved that or has that role to sort of chuck around if they really want to, if they were super arrogant and egotistical anyway. Like, no one cares. It's not even you. It's your husband. Crazy stuff. We'll say shout out, Belle, though. Um, doing a good thing. Making sure that everyone is, is settled. But yeah. As for this woman, absolute mug. And um, I hope she gets chased out of town. Honestly, I've never actually had someone say to me, do you know who I am? But if someone did say that to me, I would say, first of all, are you Ronnie Pickering? Second of all, no, I don't know who you are and I don't care. And then even if they are like Obama, I would still say, I honestly don't care. What relevance is that to this situation? I really hope that situation does actually happen one day, to be fair. And Barack, if you are watching, I would love to meet you, but that is what I would do. So uh, yeah, prepare yourself for that, Mr. President. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, then don't go anywhere. Comment down below your thoughts on these three stories. Then watch some more right here. If you're on YouTube, click there. If you're not, link down below. And I will see you all tomorrow with some more Reddit 
content. In fact, tomorrow's episode is rather special. If you've listened to this video and episode this far, well, you're in for a treat. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.